Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646 876 9923 and enter the pin 287 723 4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. Thank you very much, Marty, and good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to two, uh, 215 is the show number. We are on October 11th. Of course, Rick Swan is here. He's the he's the host to be named later. Maybe he's on the trading block. We don't know, but he's here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, have fun. we have fun with that. But uh, anyway, it is show number 215 for October 11th, and it is a busy show, and uh, Chris, we have an agenda to get to, so yeah, let's do it. We do, and it's a short agenda, but it's a packed agenda because there's a lot in each sport to unpack is the modern way you talk about these things on sports shows, you know. So we, of course, do our panel, and we, we, we will do that. And during that panel, uh, Robert will talk about NASCAR, and Pierre's given him a couple of uh, tips. So if he forgets anything, Pierre will pounce and make sure that uh, Robert says it, you know. Uh, anyway, yeah. then we'll and do the Pierre- NFL. And if Pierre doesn't, we'll make him listen to that hockey talk. That's correct. Yeah. Then, uh, then the NFL. Uh, then we're going to do baseball because baseball. Hey, we had uh, teams eliminated, you know, eliminated from playoffs. We have our final standings to go over for everybody, and we're going to do the final standings. Then we'll talk about the postseason results so far. Uh, in the meantime, Bill and Perry will keep an eye on the on their phones and, and Robert too, perhaps to make sure that uh, what we're getting in. Uh, we got two postseason games going right now. We'll f- try to follow them as we best we can, and then we'll do college football and then uh, the NBA, which really was only one story, but it's uh, you know it's a crazy one. And then uh, if we have time, we'll do hockey. We're not going to do full fledged predictions because uh, you know only Rick, Robert, and I would really have any uh, clue, and we really don't know either. So next week we'll do NBA though when the NBA is getting ready to start. I think we'll all chip in on that. But for my panel, uh, uh, you know, my my comment: the Red Sox ended up seventy-eight and eighty-four. They did that in eighty-three. In eighty-six, they won the pennant. They did that in fifteen. In, in eighteen, they won the World Series. Is it a good omen? I don't know. I want to win the pennant next year. I don't want to wait. But you know, we'll we'll see uh, what's going to happen here. But it's a nice little omen. It's fun to play with numbers like that. We're happy with Zappy here. Um, you know, they won. The Patriots won twenty-nine to nothing, and um, and that Dan Shaughnessy had that big line during the week. Apparently, Zappy rhymes with happy. So uh, we're all uh, happy Zappies right now. We'll see what happens. I don't know that we're going to have a quarterback controversy. We'll see how the next couple of weeks unfold before Mac Jones is ready to come back. But uh, people, you know, he's doing what he needs to do. And uh, that's all we can ask for. Bruins start tomorrow night at Washington. That'll be uh, get the hockey season going. And, and no sign of rail schedules, unfortunately. We need hockey and basketball schedules soon 
So maybe we'll get Mr. Pierre, who called and shook him loose last time, to give a call to Cloverner to see what's going on. Anyway, and then later on, of course, we can all talk about the fourth down and two-point insanity in the NFL, and maybe some refereeing and some other stuff. So that'll be fun. Okay, we're going on to the host to be named later, Rick Swan. Hello. Um, I don't think I'm on the trading block because I don't think you get the proverbial bag of balls from me. But. <laughs> How about the player to be named later? <laughs> yeah. Um, as you may imagine, I'm quite happy with the Giants. Um, yeah. You know, they, uh, they've, had, they've had some wins before this year, but I, most of those games were ugly. This this was a good game. I thought when you consider Daniel Jones had a, had a sprained ankle, he's down his top four receivers. Defensive players were dropping here and there and all through the game, and Barkley even went out for a little while. I thought he played his best game he's played as a Giant, and I, I was yeah. really impressed with the way they came back. Um, I knew, you know, the the coach, you know, every, every week at this time, I mentioned about the bad calls by the coaches, and I, I'm starting to, I'm starting, I think I'm starting to sound like the get-off-my-lawn guy. It just goes on forever. <laughs> uh, Rick, no, I'm yeah. going to join you this week. <laughs> this was, I mean, every, every coach in the AFC West, I thought, made a terrible, terrible oh call God. this year, this week. Uh, I'm, I'm going to join you. I believe yeah, me, I am. It was brutal. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up with baseball and just kind of get your guys' reaction. Um, I was listening to um, O'Brien and Eckes in one of the last games of the Red Sox. I mean, I'm sorry. I was listening to Pilgrim um, Math uh, on the radio, and they were talking about who's going to take Eckes place next year. And now I know they have they have a little dog in the fight here because Maz does some of the games for the Red Sox. But they were saying, and I don't know if this is true, and you guys listen to more out-of-town games than I do. They were saying that the, um, the day of the ex-player working as a color commentator for 162 games a year are over. So I don't, I don't know what goes around in the rest of the league, but I don't know. Maybe you guys have a thought on that. Um, I don't know. Maybe, Certainly, the uh, radio guys don't work 162. They, they you know, the uh, all the people, Joe and uh, you know, Will have had time off. I think most of the radio play-by-play and color guys get time, some time off. But uh, all, the, I still, all the all the TV guys pretty much stick together. Pretty much. I mean, each each team has their own um, specified <laughs> people that they use throughout. Like the Yankees, Michael <laughs> K will do most of the announcing on yes. But he'll have uh, a cast of characters that he works with, uh, David Cohn, Paul O'Neill, and people like that. So may, uh, maybe what they're saying is accurate, Rick. I don't know. But yeah. uh, I, I can it, tell you with the, with the A's and Giants, it's pretty much that as cool. It, you know. it, it could be something like because they have different people employed by different networks, you know, that they, they have multiple TV contract networks. Like, like you have a Yes, you have the Amazon Friday games. They have their own. You know, the, where they have their guy that they bring in with whoever, and then, you know. Yeah, well, the TV like guys that. are always going to get, a, you know, X number of games yeah. off because of that. Yeah, yeah so everybody knows that. Note. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that was just Well, the Amazon, the Amazon Yankee games are, they're Yankee announcers because it's exclusive Yankee Friday Night Games. Yeah. Okay, that just <laughs> kind of yeah. interested me. Uh, yeah. So we're going to Perry. What's going on in well, we're going to see if we can get your green card, Perry. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, the, the college football here is something else. On Saturday, we have <clears throat> we have Iowa, we have Iowa State, and we have Northern Iowa. On Saturday, they all lost, and all three of them lost. Iowa by three points, Northern Iowa by two points. Iowa State by one point, and um, the the one that irritates me the worst was 
of course, being a Northern Iowa fan, that's why it would irritate me the worst, I suppose. But they threw a long pass towards the end of the game, the Panthers did. And they gra- the defender grabbed the guy to avoid him catching it. And they didn't even throw a flag on it. And that would have been down about the six-yard line. And with the kicker they have, they'd have kicked a field goal from, you know, at least a field goal from there. And you know what would have happened if they'd have kicked that field goal. But... Um, but I, I think in the NFL and in college, the officiating is not is not that good this year because I've heard a lot more a- announcers this year complaining about it than I have in a long time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard that, Sean, but I certainly have this year. Yeah, um, more oh, so I've than heard I have a bunch of it. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it, it, you know, three, two, and one. And um, for the baseball enthusiasts. The Mariners are ahead one to nothing in the second, and the Phillies are still ahead seven to three in the seventh. And if you get into um, crews that have have series, Dave O'Brien and Marley Rivera had the Guardians Rays series, and we'll talk about what happened on that series on Saturday. We know how many innings that series went. They have the Mariners and the Astros, so. Um, if you get into long games, it, maybe that's your crew this year for long games. Yeah, <laughs> but, okay. but they they certainly had one on uh, Saturday. But uh, Bill, what do you say about the Colts? Well, I say the Colts were involved in one of the worst games of all time. <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. that one is a game for the ages between. Matt Ryan laying it on the field, but I don't give Seattle a pass either. Not Seattle, but Denver. Denver. I'm as bad as the officials. Yeah. The officials <laughs> were calling the Colts San Diego last week. There yeah, I heard that. That was funny. Yeah. Um, I don't give the Colts a pass, but Russell Wilson, I'm sorry, but they paid a lot of money for that guy, and they're going to get, I think they got him on the downside sliding in. And it's too bad. It's so sad. But Well, Bill, a, you'll, you'll find this interesting. Immediately after the game, he went into the hospital for shoulder surgery. So what does that tell you? How long is he going to be out for, or is he? Uh, they, they say he's going to play on Monday. We'll see. Well, okay, you know, but <laughs> that's strange. I, you know, that soldier surge wasn't his problem. Their coaching there at Denver is a problem, Terrible. and him they're making those decisions to throw the ball when they had they could win the game. You know, win yep. the game, actually win the game or tie it up. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, Bill, the coach said after the game, he said, "Well, I'm not calling the plays, Russell. I'm I'm allowing Russell to run the whole offense." Well, then so, you're gonna, so, then, so then he's going to put his whole his coaching legacy on on the arm, of, uh, you know, the quarterback. Exactly. Yeah. It sounds like it's working. The quarterback under the bus. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So true. the Colts, the way they are, and they should be able to beat Jacksonville. Maybe they could. They could. <laughs> I yeah, say they maybe. they've had, pro- but they have had problems with them before. Uh, yeah, no they, more they, problems they lose than Jacksonville a lot so. consistently, but. I don't know if it's a dysfunctional team or what the issue is, but, you know, if you don't have a good offensive line, uh, you've got some problems, and maybe they ought to fire the people that evaluate that talent or coach it, 
You know, if you hadn't mm-hmm. worked in five years, there's a good chance it may not. But things mm-hmm. go on. Um, you know, when the Giants are four and one, I, my my world is rocked. So, and the Jets and the Jets are three and two. Yeah, they're three and two, and it looks like the guy at Carolina will talk about that, but he didn't do so well, Matt Rule. So anyway, things happen. Well, he, you know what though, Bill, he did okay because he's still going to collect forty million out of all that. Yeah, he's not going to be. He's not going to be hurting. Forty million dollars, I could go away for that. I could too. So make me. An so, so Rick, are you saying if we're going to trade, you just get, just give you your release and give you that forty million dollars? Pay off the contract and you can do whatever you want. Right, <laughs> the golden parachute. The golden parachute. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he said, "I don't care." All right, Robert, you and your uh, Vegas Raiders, take it away, please. <laughs> I'm here, I'm I'm sorry. Um, Okay, in NASCAR, Christopher Bell won the race, and he's now in the top eight uh, of the playoffs. Uh, If he would have lost, he would not have qualified. I already fed her. Okay. We don't want any fat dogs on this show. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, uh, yeah, so if he would not have won the race, he would not have qualified for the you know top eight. Uh, and Kyle Larson, who won the championship, got eliminated uh, this week. So we'll, we'll definitely have a new new champion in NASCAR. Uh, and boy, do I have a lot to talk about this week with both my Raiders and my Warriors, and we'll get to both of those stories. Yeah, uh, we will. And uh, yeah. the sharks will. Uh, the sharks have already started their season, but I already know it's going to be a long one. They lost the first two games. They were more competitive in the second game than they were in the first. So, uh, but we'll talk about that in yeah. time for hockey. Anyway, other than that, <coughs> everything is normal around here. Sean, I'm going to turn it over to you. Okay. Well, first of all, we want to send out our condolences to a law to. One of our original Sports Lounge listeners and followed us in the group and everywhere on all the metamorphosis of it into Sports Lounge Live, longtime legend listener. We mentioned her on a couple other shows, but Laura in Michigan, we just want to say rest in peace to her. And if she's listening, we're in trouble. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah, she passed away at the age of 70. Don't concern uh, yourself, Laura. They still count that stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah, listen. She was always a loyal listener, even when she had the health issues, the stroke, and everything. She still listened, and she was very loyal to us. We just and she was a huge, as I said yesterday, huge Steve Nomer fan. She loved Chris Ramsey, and she loved uh, Immigrant Show, and she listened to us. So you know, definitely. She li- and she liked a lot of the special. She liked a lot of the special shows. On mm-hmm. the yes. to, you know, like the anniversary yep. shows and things like that. She, she did, really and Thanksgiving oh, yes. she called in. Yep, that's right. Yeah, she lo- yeah, she loves those shows. But anyway, if you're still with us and you want to leave us a question, a, any comment or question throughout the week, hit us up, sportslounge at allthingsradio.net or 800-693-0595, option two. Tell them it's for Sports Lounge Live. And let me see. Well, this week, the fans down here have been going nuts because you had Texas beating Oklahoma and the Cowboys are winning, they don't know what's going on here. They're like, what is up? <laughs> this stuff hasn't happened in a while. And, and Texas A&M losing. So, I mean, this is just – and well, they should have won, but we'll get to that uh, even more. But it's been crazy week here in 
Austin, Texas. And, and, and you know, Sean, yeah. we're starting to hear uh, with uh, the Big Twelve is is Brent Venables in trouble up in Oklahoma. Yeah, I yeah, I was going to talk about that in the color. He's could be in some trouble. And last weekend we had the first weekend of the Austin City Limits Music Festival. This weekend we got the second weekend going on. So a lot of visitors in town uh, here. They said some of the busiest days for the airport uh, next Monday with people last this yesterday and next Monday with people leaving. And then we got the Formula One race, but you don't want to hear about that. You want to hear about the NFL. So let's get right, right. to it, folks. Okay. Well, Thursday night, we start with that wonderful game between the Colts and uh, the Broncos. Colts oh. Finally won it 12 to nine. Now, Rick and I have been yeah, talking, uh, and we, you know, yeah, over time, over and, and we were talking about a game in 1970. You know, it's not just you need high scoring. You need some, uh, you know, well-played football. We uh, saw a game, the, the Chiefs and the Cardinals, and this is back when interconference games really meant something because there were still mm-hmm. old NFL, old AFL players all over the field. It was a 6-6 to tie, but teams were getting three or four mm-hmm. first downs, and then they were stopping, and then they were, you know, kicking field goals. They were, they were, there were no touchdowns, but they were moving the ball, and they weren't doing penalties. They mm-hmm. both played well. This was just not a game like that at all. You know, it was no, funny. I was, I was thinking of, of Al Michaels during the game, during the game, and I'm thinking he's got to be thinking. You know, he used to do Sunday night football where I'd have one of the best games of the week every week, and now hmm. I'm doing this, and this is terrible. And then and right where I'm thinking that, he says, "And next week we'll be in Chicago for Washington and Chicago." And yeah, Westwood and Westwood won. Their crew was Spiro Didis and Ryan Harris. Okay. Yeah. And he got to over. It got to overtime, week. and he got to overtime. And Spiro Dita says, "Wow, they scored at the end of the game." He said, "Where's all this offense been all night?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And you know, I'll guarantee you, uh, you, the last couple three weeks they've had ten to anywhere from nine to eleven million streaming. I bet it's not that this when the numbers finally all the numbers finally come out for this game. I bet it's what their lowest rated so far. Well, now, they also have not sent good games to London over the years, but they got a good game on Sunday with the Giants beating the Packers 27-22, messing up my combined score because I had 47, and they had to get up that 50. Did you have the winning team, though, Chris? And, uh, no, of course not. Everybody picked the Packers. Yeah. Uh, the Giants were behind they? The Giants were behind 20-3, and uh, they shut yeah. out the Packers, and, you know, that that safety doesn't go against defense. Defense shut out the Packers, you know, for the whole second half. That was amazing. Yeah, and you know they've had two they've had two good games over there in London because really yeah, the Minnesota yeah. and New Orleans was a and I did check out the British announcers on Talk Sports too, which is kind of interesting. They had an American, I think he was an assistant with Buffalo. I can't remember Christian somebody who was an assistant doing the game, and they had a, an American woman. But yeah, if there's ever another game in London, I recommend check it out. But the game itself was, I mean, very good. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, uh, well, uh, Bill, so there will be, there will be one more game in London on the thirtieth. Yeah. It'll yeah. be the Jaguars. Yeah. Somebody and the Giants and Jaguars. The Giants scored a touchdown in the last two minutes of the first half, and it's the first time they've scored in the last two minutes of the first half since the 2020 season, and they've been outscored 85 to nothing. <laughs> well, speaking of being outscored, Buffalo beat Pittsburgh 38 to three, and Kenny Pickett was at his first start. But, uh, you know, uh, four touchdowns by uh, Josh Allen and two of them to Gabe Davis. One was like 98 yards and the other was like 60-something, 62. Yeah. 62. Yeah. And, you know, it was just crazy. They, the Steelers, yeah, I've got no, a note on it in our news and notes section the last times they got killed like this. But they, uh, I, uh, but funny, I asked Miss A in the year that they get killed that I tell you, they'll tell you about in a while. 
they ended up eight and eight. So they fought back from it. But uh, oh, and by the way, the Giants are up to their best start since '09, and they ended up eight and eight. I think that year. Yeah. Like and you know, fans fans are already calling, saying it may be time to move on from Tomlin. They're not going to fire him, but I no. could I wouldn't be surprised if they do some sort of hey, Mike, let's go ahead and. Well, you know, this, this, this might be his first losing season because he's never really had a losing season right. no. in Pittsburgh since he's been there. Yeah. So. Okay. Nope. The Chargers beat Cleveland 30-28, to and uh, this is one of those times when you do the wrong thing and you get lucky yep. because, once again, Brandon Staley went for fourth down on near near midfield or his own 45 or something like that, which meant all when they didn't make it, which they didn't, which they often don't, if not most of the time, then then uh, the Browns only had to go 10 yards to get a reasonable field, uh, field goal kick by Cade York because he's a good kicker, and they happen to miss it. But you can uh, still win if you do the wrong thing, and I don't care what anybody says it was the wrong thing to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Just yeah. kick it down. Make them go 40 yards, 50 yards, yeah. whatever. Kick they, it down are there. They, are they afraid of, of Brousette driving the field? <laughs> I guess so. so. I, that I, must I, be I, it. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand. No, that is just one of many of these things. Minnesota and Chicago. What is happening to the Vikings? Yes, they won twenty nine to twenty two, but they were up twenty to three. They fell asleep for a half, and then they woke up and oh yeah, yeah, we probably should win and yeah. uh, scored and you know and won the game. But you know what is wrong with the Vikings? They do this. You know they they just yeah. they, they just there's something missing with the Vikings. They're they're four and one, yeah. and and you like that. And uh, they, maybe and I don't. And they're in first at, place. And they're in first place. And they've already beaten the Packers once, and they've beaten the Bears. They got a good divisional record. But yeah, you just wonder what's going on. It just doesn't seem to uh, be, you know, be able to carry it through for a whole game. Patriots beat the Lions twenty-nine to nothing, and uh, this was, uh, as I said, uh, Zappy uh, Zappy's day, and he did yeah. okay. But they kicked. Uh, they had one defensive touchdown. Uh, went, oh, and this was the uh, fourth uh, fourth down. Um, uh, what's what's our friend, the Lions coach's name? Yeah, I can't yeah, think. Dan Campbell, he was wild on fourth down. He was going this this time and that and going crazy with it, and it wasn't working. And one of them, they intercepted and ran it back for a touchdown. So really there was only one touchdown drive by the offense, but they kept kicking field goals. Folk has hit, I think it's like 62 now of less than 50 in a row, which is a, a big NFL record. He's shattered that record. So, you the know, real, we're happy. The real, Detroit Lions came, the real Detroit Lions came back. That's yeah, I think they did. And, <laughs> yeah, Laura leaves us and her Lions go back to being the Lions that they yeah. were before. <laughs> they were in mourning. But, you know, yeah. we're gonna, one of the good games, and it's one of these things about who's who's a pretender and who's a contender when the Patriots go to Cleveland on Sunday. They're both two and three, and they both have been in various games they maybe should have won and this and that. But, uh, you know, the Patriots, I'm, I picked Cleveland I'm in the contest, but the Patriots have a chance. New Orleans over Seattle, 39 to 32, and Taysom Hill is the the man. He rushed for three through uh, three touchdowns through one, and uh, I don't know how what his total yardage was, but he uh, yards rushing. Yeah, he was returning kicks. He was selling popcorn. He was doing all that stuff. And if it wasn't for him, he threw a great block on the on the running play of Kamara that got them the first down to to end the game, and they could sit on the ball after that. There you go. So he was doing. No, I mean he's he's yes he is. And and the thing is, they didn't have him. They'd have nothing. I mean they they aren't they aren't scoring without him. That's just the way it is. They didn't Um, have him. Perry wouldn't allow us to talk about the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Pierre, Pierre wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, Pierre. Yeah, the Giants beat Miami. uh, The Jets beat Miami forty to seventeen, and 
it was it was closer than it had. It was nineteen to seventeen, and then but you had another injury at quarterback for Miami because Bridgewater got out, and they this was the new protocol coming in uh, because what they said was that out of abundance of caution, a little old COVID language, that they didn't bring him back. That he stumbled at one point, and they normally under the old protocols, I guess they sort of like or it maybe was a leaning thing. Maybe they lean towards letting you in if it was a borderline. Now they're leaning towards keeping you out. So that, that and you know you like I said last week, you can't always rely on what the person is saying. They may think they can keep going. You got to rely on what you oh, may yeah. see. No, and it's better be, sure. I get it. I get it. Skyward you Thompson know. from Kansas State came in and played. So it was the eight, an eighth-round draft choice. And, uh, you know, whatever. He's I don't know who's going to be quarterback this week. I don't know. what. I haven't heard anything about Tua or Bridgewater. Uh, so not I don't know. It, look, it, it, it looks like Skyward Thompson may start, Chris, because Tua is not ready to play. Bridgewater is yeah. still in protocol. It looks like Thompson may play again this week. Okay. Have you Tampa Bay. A, a little oh, go ahead, yeah. You've never stole a patent here in the league this year where Digger Jones gets hurt and Tyward Taylor comes in and gets a concussion. Tour yep. gets hurt. Bridgewater comes in and gets a concussion. Yep. Uh, Mac Jones gets hurt. Koya comes in and gets a concussion. Right. I don't, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Tampa Bay beat Atlanta 21 to 15. Uh, and and there was a bad roughing the passer call. Everybody says it, it only would have happened because Tom Brady was the quarterback. I don't know. Oh, that- but. That cer- that certainly um, is what Dave Archer said. And by the way, speaking of Dave Archer, um, I will give him credit. He was doing that game on Sunday by himself. So I don't, I don't, yes, know, I don't know whether he was sick or not. Or whatever. Yeah. It probably wasn't something that was in any way planned. Otherwise, I'd have thought they no. had somebody you know, able to get there to help out. But, um, you know, he did a a very good job. Yeah. And and of course, since since I can find these guys, Chris, he is a former Iowa state cyclone. (laughs) There you go. The Iowa detector. This also wouldn't happen except for because of the Tua thing, because he kind he kind of got slung to the ground. It wasn't a bad thing, but it was kind of looked like Tua's thing. Except he didn't okay. hit his head. So I think you know the, we're going to see this in the next few years, by the next few weeks, because the league is just hypersensitive oh. to this kind of thing right now. But you know, yeah, Rick, right. I remember in about '85 they were saying that you know put them in skirts. I mean, that yeah. far back, and now what did, are they going to say? You know, which did you hear Troy last night on the game? Oh yeah, I did. He no, said, yeah. when they with the Kansas City, the, the bad call against the Chiefs there, and he said at the end, uh, you know, that the league's got to look at this as we we got to get him out of the dresser. So yep. he's going <laughs> yeah. to get some blowback on that. Yeah, he is. he's already he's already getting some blow up on social yeah. media. Yep. Okay, Tennessee beat Washington twenty one seventeen. Wentz was down there, and Wentz was down there, and Wentz throws an interception, and that's the end <laughs> of the game. So you know, Wentz, uh, Bill's old friend, uh, you know, when Carson Wentz is uh, still doing what he does. And they will they will go to Chicago and probably lose only because the Bears are home. You know, it's not like they're gonna you know uh, be two good teams. I think they'll play a better game than they're more. See, when they put the Colts and Denver on the field, those are the most dysfunctional teams right now in the league. I think, yeah. but yeah. I think Washington and and uh, Chicago have a little more together. So I think we'll get a better game. But I do think the uh, Washington. Sorry, I'm that. watching baseball Thursday. I'm not even gonna bother <laughs> right. with that game. <laughs> Houston beat Jacksonville thirteen to six, so we will not have a winless team this year. And I was surprised on that one. I thought Jacksonville would, yeah, would take care I thought of it. Jackson was gonna I thought Jackson was gonna blow them out, honestly. Yeah, me and then, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. One. In the late game, San Francisco beat Carolina thirty seven to fifteen, and that was it from uh, Matt Rule. We'll talk about that a little bit later on, but he was on uh, thin ice anyway. And, uh, you know, they got the whole quarterback thing. They're paying these quarterbacks. Well, Mayfield's going to be gone at the end of the year, so I don't know whether they're just going well, to decide to go to Well, and now he's injured. Now. 
No, yeah, that's right. And, and, Darnold, and Darnold is already injured, so the yeah. quarterback on Sunday is going to be PJ Walker. So that's keep that correct. in mind when you do your picks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I picked them. I don't remember. Okay, Dallas beat the Rams twenty-two to ten. What's going on, Perry? The offense is, is struggling at this point. They're just not, you know. A lot of people say it's just that Super Bowl lay, you know, that Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. And could it also they need to be? Pick it up. Could it also be, you know, you think about it, they really spent for that one year. They did. The they Rams certainly did. did. And yeah. now it's kind of like it's coming back. Okay, we went out and got one year. And in that stadium, of course, you can already tell the Rams fans are, you know, they're backing off. It was a lot of Cowboy fans oh, yeah. there so far. Yeah, yeah, a lot I of Cowboy fans. That's true, but there are Cowboy fans everywhere. Yeah. No, but that's happened. Like with the, when they play, when they played the Giants, it's in, you know, when they've had that with different teams yeah. lately, especially when they're not good. Yeah. The LA fans, LA fans, back away when they when their team yeah, starts losing. If you're that's not, if you're not, if you're not winning in LA in football, you know, other people's fans show up. I know, I know. I yeah. say this two or three times a year, but that PA guy has to go away. Oh, yes. oh. <laughs> It drives me crazy. You know, I don't understand it because we, you know, we kind of enjoyed Dave Zinkoff, you know, for the 76ers. He said all kinds of cool stuff. This guy's just screaming. You know, it's ridiculous. Philadelphia beat Arizona 20 to 17, and they should have put Kyler Murray in those studying classes for counting and, and uh, where do you are on the field and all these things. They're important to know what, for that, a quarterback. What down it is. Yeah, what down it is because I guess he stopped short. He could have slid for the first down, but he stopped short, and then he got up and spiked the ball, which made it fourth down, which meant they had to kick with a kicker that wasn't even. Both teams had new kickers. I didn't even know that until the game was going, and that meant the new kicker had to kick and get the tying field goal. And you know, I mean, come on, this guy really doesn't have it upstairs. It's pretty obvious, you know. And don't don't the A's let's say if they have a problem, they just decide, hey, they're going to get rid of him, and nobody don't the A's still. Hold his rights. Yes, they do. Correct. Correct. They do. Yep. Okay. Okay. So we had this is one of those things where Baltimore beat Cincinnati nineteen to seventeen because the coach Zach Taylor of the Bengals returned (laughs) the favor that um, Harbaugh did for the Bills the other day and didn't kick the field goal that would have tied the game. You know, back when it was, what is it, 13 to 10 or something, or 16 to 13? Yeah, 13 to 10. Would have tied the game. That would have meant that if they'd gotten that field goal, if everything else had stayed the same, and it pretty much did because they drove down the field, the Bengals did after the, I mean, the Colt uh, Ravens did after they didn't make it, they would have had to get a touchdown. Now all they had to do because they didn't have those points was just come down and put the best field goal kicker in the league in field goal range Uh, and win the game. Ridiculous. Okay, I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah. If you expect Justin Tucker to lose a football game for you, you, you're dreaming. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Hey, he was replaced because the guy. I I think it was. I forget which guy it was. Lost the last game that they that he kicked. That was just before. Remember, Rick, the Patriots game. That the championship game. Remember, he missed a short, a pretty short, about forty yard field goal. Yes. Billy Cundiff, yeah, that's right. I've seen Justin Tucker kick him since his sophomore year in high school. He does not know. He very rarely. Yeah. yeah. And well, lastly, how, how, about, how about this? This just came across on uh, from CBS Sports. NFL is floating the wild idea of putting a four-team European division in the oh. NFL. Oh, my God. Go away. Oh, my. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. And last but not least, Robert, 
Oh. Talk about the Raiders and the Chiefs. Uh, now, I will say one thing before you start. I will say one thing before you start. It is no disgrace to to have you know uh, Mahomes or Brady or Breeze or Manning or somebody come back on you when it's seventeen to nothing. They're not no, the Arizona I, Cardinals. So that's no, fine. I, 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 but see, the Ra- the Raiders did blow a twenty point lead to the Cardinals. I know and that's the, true. That's true. This is this is the second time this year we've jumped out to a big lead and. David up now, like Chris says, there's no disgrace. Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City is good, but Jesus Christ, we had we had one of those phantom uh, roughing the passer calls that went in the Ra- Raiders' favor, but still it should not have been called. Chris Jones didn't do anything wrong. Uh, he did what a defensive player is supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. But my God, Kansas City comes down, they score a touchdown, and they're up thirty to twenty-three. Andy Reid decides, okay, I'm going to go for two because I want to make them score. That's fine. Yeah, that makes sense. That that makes makes perfect sense. When Andy Reid makes a decision, you don't normally question it too often. So they didn't get that. They failed. Raiders came down. They scored a touchdown, 30-29. to What is this idiot, former Patriot coach, former Denver coach, former I'm going to take the money from Indianapolis. No, I'm not going to take the job. Josh McDaniels do. He decides he's going to go for two to try to take a lead. And there was still like, what, four minutes left in the game? No. 424. 424. You don't do that. You You know, the one person who is not succumbing to this, I mean, he had his questionable moment in Indianapolis a few years ago when when Manning was there and all that. But Belichick is not succumbing to the general madness. You know, if it's four minutes to go, he's going to tie the game and go from there. He's going to figure something out after that. And, you you know, that. but to be fair, that's not only in the NFL. You're seeing all sorts of college teams do that, too, now. But, But, you know, know, the thing they always say is, oh, they think so much of their offenses. Well, what do they think of their defense? Defenses, you know, if they if they yeah. think they can't, uh, that they have to do this because the defense can't uh, keep them in a tie for four minutes or hold the lead. Yeah, well, they have time. They have timeout. Yeah, we, we oh, had all we had all three of our timeouts left, plus the two minute uh, warning. And yeah. Patrick Mahomes is not known for keeping the ball for like five minutes at time. Okay. Normally, Sean, Sean, why don't you go then, Rick? Okay, Sean, well, Sean. that's well. I I basically said what he was going to say. The timeouts, and they could have very easily got it, and they could have gone down and kicked the winning field goal because uh, your winning field goal, and then you know they could have done that because I understand you worry about going into overtime if the other team gets the ball first, scores, especially Patrick Mahomes if they win the coin flip. But that much time, you know, I get it if maybe it's less than a minute, if it's a minute or a minute and a half. But at four twenty four, no, that was very stupid. But go ahead, Rick. Okay, I was just well. First of all, I was going to say I I think Andy Reid's decision may have even been worse because to me you you go you go up by eight and make them make the two point conversion if they get the touchdown. I, well, there's that. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, but, uh, there's not a wrong there's not a wrong answer either way on Andy Reid's. Either way, I get I got both decisions because if he misses it, they're still up by a touchdown. <laughs> but then on yours, so there's no wrong there's no wrong decision yeah, with Andy yeah, Reid. That's arguable. But, yeah. but my main point yeah. I was going to make is I I hate to say it, but I think we're hitting what we've seen in baseball and that's why it's happening in the NFL and college now is because everybody's switching over to analytics. That's yeah. right. And, and they talk NBA, NBA, yeah. it's, hitting, it's hitting all the sports and they were talking about that on one of the local shows. Oh, the analytics is taking over and ruining a lot of stuff like pitch and counts and oh, we wrong. gotta go for this. And you know what? Wrong. It's down and out there. 
I don't care what, there is no way that people make more than 40, 45% of the two-pointers in, in the NFL. They just you don't. Know, and it started when, when, when they first put in the two-point conversion, it started, and all of a sudden you had, every time there'd be a touchdown late in the game, you'd say, well, the coach is looking at the card that tells them when they should yeah, go for two. You know, yeah. that, that's, that's what they get paid for. You and shouldn't you, have to have a card to tell you that. And the Raiders, and the Raiders, have, the, the Raiders have attempted five two-point conversions this year, and guess how many they've made? None. none. <laughs> right. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to bring up, Robert. They've attempted none, and there's a 94% accuracy rate with extra points. Right. You know, and our, our, our kicker, he's only missed one extra point, and he's, right. made, 30, he's made 38 consecutive well, field goals. All right, let's go. Let's move well, let's on to check, the standings. Let's check our extra point and move on to the standings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we have converted, unlike some. AFC East, <laughs> Buffalo 4-1, and one, the Jets, uh, uh, Miami, uh, <laughs> Jets 3-2, and two, Miami 3-2, and two, Patriots 2-3. Two and three. So 2-3, and three, they're last place, but the, the AFC East is playing well. So is the NFC East, except for Washington. AFC North, Baltimore 3-2, and two, Cincinnati 2-3, and three, Cleveland 2-3, and three, Pittsburgh 1-4, and four, AFC South, Tennessee 3-2, and two, the Colts are 500, despite all this, 2-2-1, two, two and one, Jacksonville 2-3, and three, Houston 1-3-1, and one, so they, as I say, will not be a winless team this year. AFC West, Kansas City 4-1, and one, Chargers 3-2, and two, Denver 2-3, and three, Las Vegas 1-4, and four, NFC East, Philadelphia five and zero, Dallas four and one, and the Giants four and one. These, the, along with Minnesota, these are the best records in the conference. Yeah. So right now, the Giants and Dallas have a little a slight cushion for this early about wild cards. You know, a little ahead of these other divisions here. Washington one and four, NFC North, Minnesota four and one, Green Bay three and two, <coughs> Chicago two and three, the Lions one and four, NFC South, Tampa Bay three and two, Atlanta two and three, New Orleans two and three, Carolina <coughs> one and four. And in the West, we have San Francisco 3-2, and two, and everybody else lost. So the uh, fabulous NFC West from last year, Arizona 2-3, and three, the Rams 2-3, and three, and Seattle 2-3. And, and how's our context going, you, you may ask? Perry is still leading with 51 points. Even, even, having, a pretty, even having a pretty bad week. And nobody got and nobody got any buys, so his lead was sh- shaved because some of us had better weeks. Rick and I had a better week than you do, but you still went in with a good cushion because of that buy. Fifty one for Perry. Rick with forty eight. I've got uh, huh? Uh, okay, that was just an echo. Okay, like yeah, sometimes you can't tell. I have forty seven. USF has forty seven. Pierre has forty four. Robert has forty three. Jerry has forty two. Jamal with forty. Al in Cleveland with thirty nine, and Sean with thirty nine. King uh, Dale with 34, Allie with 24, and Laura with 20. So there you Laurie, go. Laurie, Laurie, Laurie. Laurie. I keep doing that. I keep doing yeah. that. All right. Laurie's and Laura's, I know. I know it. I know it. All you know, right. you know got... and Chris, another another thing with the NFL, though, uh, Matt LaFleur might have some issues coming up because apparently one of the players came out after the uh, Giants game. He says, well, we may not even win next week, and apparently that did not amuse Aaron Rodgers when when he <laughs> said that so uh, oh, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking the, Packers, the, the Packers the Packers play the Jets and he's like well we could lose to the Jets you know but I'm thinking I'm well, thinking though that I'm thinking though that you probably better you know if you're the coach you probably should quiet that a little bit yeah All right. I don't want to say that all right, the schedule for this week. We talked about the uh, exciting Thursday night game, Washington at Chicago, 8.15 p.m. On, on, p.m. on Amazon Prime Video and all that. Sunday the 16th, we have San Francisco at Atlanta, 1 p.m. on Fox, and, of course, all times are Eastern. The Patriots are at Cleveland, 1 p.m. on CBS. The Jets are at Green Bay, 1 p.m. on Fox. So what's going to happen is they're going to put both games on at the same time in New York, 
because I guess uh, New York fans want to see that Buffalo Kansas City game. I think everybody does. <laughs> so, so Green Bay is uh, uh, going to be uh, hosting the Jets on Fox. Then we have Jacksonville at Indianapolis, 1 p.m. on CBS. Minnesota at Miami, 1 p.m. on Fox. Cincinnati at the New Orleans, 1 p.m. on CBS. Baltimore at the Giants, 1 p.m. on CBS. Tampa Bay at Pittsburgh, 1 p.m. on Fox. Uh, yes, Carolina and the Rams, 4.05 p.m. on Fox, so the CBS doubleheader game. Arizona at Seattle, 4.05 p.m. on Fox. And the only game that CBS has at 4.25, because everybody wants to see it, is Buffalo at Kansas City. And, and again, on CBS, the Sunday night game will be a good one, too. Dallas at Philadelphia, 8.20 p.m. on NBC. And the Monday night game, Denver and the Chargers at uh, 8.15 on uh, ESPN. So there you go with that. Coaches call in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver Chargers. Oh, boy. A coaching clinic. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. we got some NFL news and notes. And the news and notes are whoops, as follows. While Chris is getting his page, we'll give you a little update here. Sure. Uh, seven to three, Philly at the end of the eighth. Four nothing Mariners in the Whoa. bottom of the third. I wonder if now having this five day layoff is affecting these teams because Atlanta looked absolutely flat today, and so far the Astros have looked flat. Yeah, well there. Okay, well Matt Rule, as we said, was fired. Uh, he was eleven and twenty seven with Carolina. He's got four years left on his contract. He said it was like 41, 40 million. 40 million. And yes, uh, Steve Wilkins, who I guess. Wilkes. Uh, brought, Wilkes. 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 I'm sorry. And he was the guy that coached uh, the Cardinals a couple of years ago when yeah, they. For one year. Yeah. For one year. An, up, an update on well. baseball. It's 4 to 2 Seattle. Okay. And um, okay. so he's going to come in, and I guess he's a defensive coach, so he's the interim coach for them. Uh, the NFL, and then we kind of mentioned this, but the NFL and the Players Association uh, stiffened the uh, concussion protocols. They just did it like Saturday night, so they wanted to do it even during during the week after a game had already been played. They didn't even wait. So, And so all guidelines were uh, – they said in the investigation that all the guidelines – in the uh, time that Tua came back in the game, uh, were followed. And so they, they aren't saying that they weren't. It's just, uh, they've now stiffened them up. Uh, okay. Uh, and, uh, and again, I, I mentioned that Bridgewater had stumbled, so they took him out. And that was sort of like a, a, you know, abundance of caution kind of thing. Brady is now 11 and 0 against Atlanta. And I think that includes the Super Bowl, as far as I know. Yeah, it does. It, Pittsburgh, but, he, has, but has he's lost. apparently Chris. He's apparently zero and one in marriages because <laughs> yes. we know that last yeah. week we said they were hiring divorce lawyers. Well, this week um, Giselle was in Miami and apparently was seen in public with no wedding ring. Wasn't uh, is he zero and two, Rick? Who was he married to before? Oh, and two. He was married yeah. to uh, somebody else. I don't. Yeah, think, was they he were married. married was he married before? I didn't think they were. I didn't think they were married. They, I no, they weren't married. So. Oh, they, they weren't married. Okay. Yeah, Moynihan, right? Yeah. They had yeah, a kid. Yeah, Moynihan, Moynihan. Moynihan yeah. and him had a kid together, but they don't yeah. think they were married. Yes, they did. No, I yeah. don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, they Pittsburgh weren't married. hadn't lost that badly since they lost, uh, uh, you know, with Mike Thomas. In the first game in 89, they lost to uh, Cleveland 51 to nothing. And the next game, they lost to Cincinnati 41 to 10. So uh, that's uh, not a happy time. But again, they fought back to become 8-8. Uh, eight and eight, So, you know, whatever. He, he got them back on track. So, uh, all right. So that's it for the NFL as far as I know. Anybody got anything? Not really. And we no, mentioned well, Mayfield is injured for a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the 49ers have a lot of injuries, so uh, um, Nick Bosa may not play. Uh, they lost one of their cornerbacks for the year with torn ACL, 
And uh, the 49ers, got, they won the game easily, but they got beat up in Carolina. So that's something yeah, to Atlanta's yeah, a little tougher. Yeah, they'll, and the, they'll, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I the think Seattle, they'll win there. But, yeah. you know, the Seattle before we hit out for the oh. year. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, Penny is out for the year with Seattle yeah. running back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, Perry. Before we hit baseball, let's bring on David USF. He is uh, joining us. So, David, if you want to unmute yourself, okay. you should be ready to go. What? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey. Hello. 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 How are you? Good. I have one NFL note to add, if I may. Okay. okay. Yep. Uh, last night, Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey had four receiving touchdowns, which yep is a new Monday Night Football record. Uh, several players have had three receiving touchdowns, including Jerry Rice, who had twice, who did it twice, but he never did it four times until last night. So that's a, a new Monday Night Football record for receiving touchdowns and also ties the Chiefs' all-time record for four TDs, four uh, touchdown receptions in a game. So that's it. Got to go. And that was Thanks, um, David. Good job, the David. Amazing, All right. The amazing thing about that was that he had four touchdowns on seven receptions for a total of twenty-five yards. Yeah. And also, and also, Derek Carr uh, surpassed two hundred uh, touchdowns in his career last night. He's got two hundred one now. And he's the first Raider to do that. I heard. Yeah, the first Raider to do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We will give you the final standings. American League East, we had the Yankees at 99 and 63, Toronto 92 and 70, Tampa Bay 86 and 76. Boy, they kind of died near the end of the season, let alone we'll talk about the postseason, but they were, last three weeks were not good for them. They fell out of contention for that uh, first or second wild card. Baltimore 83 and 79. The year before, I, I asked Miss A, they were 52 and 110. So you talk about an improvement. That's amazing. The Red Sox 78 and 84. In the Central, we had Cleveland winning it at 92 and 70. The White Sox, 81 and 81. Minnesota, 78 and 84, same as the Red Sox. Detroit snuck past Kansas City, 66 96. Kansas City, 65 97. In the West, Houston, 106 and 56, best record in the American League. Seattle, 90 and 72. The Angels, 73 and 89. Texas, 68 and 94. And Oakland, 60 and 102. And in the National League East, we have had Atlanta with 101 and 61, and the Mets with 101 and 61. But because Atlanta won that uh, game, you know, won the season series 10 to 9, they got first place. Uh, Philadelphia with 87 uh, 75, Miami 69 and 93, Washington 55 and 107. In the Central, the Cardinals were at 93 69, Milwaukee 86 76, the Cubs 74 and 88. Cincinnati 62 and 100, and the Pirates 62 and 100. So Jerry and Bill will have to just fight it out all winter about which team was better. <laughs> In the West, we have the Dodgers at 111 and 51, San Diego 89 and 73. Giants ended up at 500 as well, 81 and 81. Arizona 74 and 88, Colorado 68 and 94. So there you go for your final standings for everybody. And that's what you're and looking frankly, at. Going I, into the I thought, you know, as, as far as the Cubs go, they looked a lot better. In the second half, not say they were yeah. great, but certainly they were better in the second half than they were the first half. And okay. um, Jed Hoyer had his end of the year session with the media yesterday, and he said that it is definitely his goal to put a competitive team on the field. Um, he still calls this a I, most people say it's a rebuild, but he still refers to it as a reset. Okay, and here I think they may talk about bridges, and uh, I don't know. They've got all <laughs> kinds of different things they do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's going on in these playoffs? Well, Seattle beat Toronto 
in, and, the, and on Saturday was the big game. They won the series two to nothing, but they were behind eight to one. And uh, so they came back with a seven run from a seven one deficit, which the Red Sox had done in 2008 against Tampa Bay in game five and they and, uh, and lost the series. But they did do it. And the uh, A's did it to the Cubs in 1929. You remember that, Perry? So um, that was uh, the Philadelphia A's and the Cubs. So uh, that so I don't understand why. Maybe we should watch out for the stock market because the big comebacks were 29 and 08. Uh, so that might not be a good, good might thing. Might not be a good we're thing. Head, we're headed that way. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so that's that's it for that. And then uh, uh, moving on, we go to uh, – okay, I'm still reading through. I should have uh, just not talked this quickly. Uh, Toronto, uh, first win by Seattle uh, when they won that first game uh, since October 20th of 2001 when they won on Friday. And then – uh, Cleveland over Tampa, two games to none, and it was one nothing in the 15th inning on Saturday, and it was a home run by Oscar Gonzalez, uh, and the, the homer to win. And Tampa Bay only got one run in 24 innings, but Cleveland only got three runs that's in right. 24 innings. And, and so that game, and that game was so long that um, normally, I know on ESPN Radio, they try, you know, for their play-by-play person not to have to leave the booth at all. But that game was so long. I think Dave Dave O'Brien had to go to the facility. <laughs> to the so, facilities, uh, yes. So uh, yeah. Marley Marley Rivera actually had to do play by play, and I mean she was she was respectable. It wasn't wasn't the greatest okay. you've ever heard, but she was respectable, and she was more than happy for him to come back after he missed one batter. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so and it was the longest scoreless postseason game ever. I heard, and there were thirty nine strikeouts in that game, and that was a record as well. So that was uh, pretty amazing. And then uh, National League Philadelphia beat St. Louis uh, uh, two games to none. And St. Louis had been 93-0 and when ahead by, uh, by two more runs or more going into the last inning of a game. But the Phillies won that Friday game 6-3, to scoring six in the top of the ninth. So that was, uh, you know, amazing that the Cardinals had a streak like that. And, uh, and Frankly, Philadelphia, Chris, neither bullpen w- on that Friday game, neither mm-hmm. bullpen would enamor you in the ninth inning of that Friday game. No. And yeah. San Diego knocked out the Mets two games to one, and, and the big game was the last game, uh, a 6 nothing shutout. Joe Musgrove pitched an eight-inning, one-hit shutout for the, for the Padres. And the Mets, uh, you know, Pierre was kind of saying they just stopped hitting, you know, as, as time went on. Well, and they have a lot of, they were, I was listening on ESPN radio on Sunday night and uh, Kevin Brown and Chris Burke were saying though they have a ton the Mets do a free agent. So it'll be interesting to see who they, they you know, who they, who they keep and who they don't. And then Chris Burke pointed out that there's this one for agents, you know, there's one for agent across town that mm-hmm. would, yeah. would Steve Cohen go after him? I say he will. I think he's going to, yes. Yeah. So the series upcoming, and it's actually started, some of them. Uh, we have uh, Seattle playing Houston in the American League. And that's 4-2. And 4-2, to two. to two, Seattle leading in what inning is that? Uh, be about know? the fourth inning. Yep, fourth, about fourth. Yeah. And Cleveland against the Yankees tonight. That's at the Yankee at Yankee Stadium. In the National League, San Diego and the Dodgers will be playing later tonight. And we have Philadelphia and the Braves are playing now. Seven and any three, uh, what's the latest? Seven to on three that? in the top of the ninth. Okay, so the scoring has stopped, and this game may be over before nine o'clock yep. Eastern time. And that? an NFL <laughs> note just coming. And a, the NFL note just coming across: David Edwards placed in concussion protocol again. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
right. So Aaron Judge finally did his 60, 67, 62nd home run against Texas and on game 161. And uh, that's the AL record. Jesus uh, Tanako was the uh, guy who gave it up So uh, and didn't win the, the uh, Triple Crown, though, because Luis Arise won the batting title in Min- for Minnesota. Uh, let's and see. Part, of the, part of the reason for that, Chris, might have been that Aaron Boone Put him on the bench uh, for, yeah, for yeah. Wednesday's yeah. game. But Arise did, I think, get like three hits the last game or something. I think he did okay. Yeah. Atlanta has uh, now won five divisions in a, in a row. And they have 22 uh, division titles since divisional play came in in uh, 69. They have 22, and the Dodgers and the Yankees have 20. So those have been your dominant teams as far as that's concerned. And, and Pujols ended up with 703 home runs. And he had uh, uh, he and the Adier Molina, of course, are now all done since the Cardinals were eliminated. Uh, Garrett Cole ended up with that Yankee strikeout record with 257 strikeouts for the year. And that's the all-time uh, season. Matt Ol- over by the way, Chris, injury. Matt Olson just hit a home run. It is now 7-6. to six. Whoa, a three-run homer. Okay. Uh, Phil Nevin, good baseball man, as they say, is coming back to manage in 2023 for the Angels, even though they were 14 games or so under 500 with him this year. But uh, that's the way it is, and he's going to be back. And I think it's one of those things where maybe the, they know they're selling the team and they don't want to get into any major changes, so just sort of let things ride until they certainly kept Otani because they want to have money coming in, and uh, yeah, we're going to let him they walk. Want the, they want the new owner to make those kind of decisions, yeah. whoever that might be. And then we've got the finalists. And a good crop it is for the Ford uh, Frick Award coming, which will be announced on December seventh. Joe Castiglione is uh, one of them. We also have uh, uh, Dave Campbell, who used to do uh, games for e- San Diego and ESPN. Uh, Gary Cohen, of course, with the Mets. Uh, uh, Jacques Doucette uh, must have been with the Expos. Uh, Tom Hamilton, of course, with Cleveland. Jerry Howarth ju- just retired a few years ago from the uh, uh, Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Uh, Pat Hughes from the Cubs, of course, and uh, Milwaukee earlier. Uh, Ernie Johnson Sr., who was a good baseball announcer. I guess people say his son is not so much. No, but, he's uh, not he, really. He's a, he's a good studio person. He's a good studio guy, yes. And he was the guy who got jobbed out of Aaron's 715th home run by the great Milo Hamilton. Yes. Uh, yeah. Wayne Kuyper from the Giants, who does a good job. And uh, Steve Stone, good color man for the, uh, for the I guess, where is he? The White Sox these days, right? Gateway, put on that cigar. We put out that cigar, Steve. <laughs> okay. Wow, and just uh, now, uh, William Contreras hit a ball into right field, and, uh, and Nick Castellanos made a spectacular catch. He went down to the ground to catch the ball. Well, this is the kind of game that, sh- that should have been, according to Carl Ravitch, that should have at least been a double. You know, you, people talk about baseball, but when it when it gets into the postseason, it can you know go along for an hour or two, and nothing happens, and all of a sudden, it gets crazy and, and a lot of fun. Uh, Otani pitched uh, Otani pitched 162 innings, so he qualified for pitching and hitting uh, leaders aboard, and that's the first time anybody. Ever did Robert, that. we do we do hear you, by the way, in case you're. Oh, okay. Curious. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, but we do have a scoring update. Seattle's up five to two now. Okay, good. Yeah, you watch okay. the American League; he'll watch the National League. That sounds fair. <laughs> there you go. And we, have two, and we have two, and we have two hands when we get to him. Okay, okay. Uh, we're almost done with the baseball notes. So 
Julio Urias won the ERA title of 2.16, of course, of the Dodgers. And the first Mexican Game one is uh, over, 7-6 Phillies. First Mexican player to do that as the uh, updates fly in. Now they both can zero in on those Mariners and Astros. <laughs> yeah. And okay. Justin Verlander, of course, of the Astros, won the American League, uh, and uh, he's a, he was at 1.75. And uh, he probably will get the Cy Young, I would think. Atlanta was the only team not swept in a series this year. And that's only happened six times since 1990. And the last time it happened, the Braves in 2004 were not swept. Kansas City fired uh, Mike Matheny and uh, Cal Eldred, the pitching coach, Matheny the manager. So they are all set for a full house cleaning uh, in the offseason. And then uh, the first, uh, the Mets, the first 100 win team uh, with 101 to make uh, to not to make the divisional series, and uh, because of course they blew that 10 and a half game lead uh, that they had on June 1st, 93 before the divisional series, you only had uh, you didn't even have wild card. Atlanta had 104, and San Francisco had 103, but the Giants did not go. No, and that uh, was one hell of a race too. It was. Yep. Rob Thompson uh, no longer is an interim manager. He uh, now has his uh, uh, third postseason win, now 3-0 and in postseason, but also he, the interim tag is off of him, and he will be the manager of the Phillies next year. And Spencer Strider signed a, a contract with Atlanta. He's a rookie. And uh, I, uh, Robert, you and uh, USF had different totals, but anyway, it's about a six or seven contract for a lot of money, and he's the first uh, rookie in Atlanta Braves history to have over the two hundred strikeouts. The way so, it is, Chris, it's a six-year guarantee contract for I think seventy-five million, and then mm-hmm. the, the seventh year is an option year for another twenty-two million. Okay. Any more baseball notes from anyone before we take some calls? Take some calls. Take some Let's calls. take some calls. Uh, Jamal, you're up first. And Pierre, if you want to unmute, as soon as we as soon as we hear from Jamal, he can unmute too. But as soon as we hear from Jamal, then we'll we'll hear from you. Hey, Jamal. Hello. How are y'all doing this afternoon? Hey. All right. Uh, want to talk about a couple things. Speaking of baseball, uh, the Phillies manager Rob Thompson was that the guy we used to fight for the Giants? Yes. Yeah. Second baseman. Yep. He was Robbie in his other life, Robbie Thompson. Yes. Yep. Okay, that's why you know, I thought. Uh, Jamal, no, apparently it's a different person. I thought it was the same one. Oh, is it? Uh, is it? But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but this okay. guy, is appara- uh, this guy is apparently from Canada, and he was on Joe Girardi's staff everywhere Joe Girardi went to manage. So, okay, uh, okay, yeah. okay. And number two, speaking of uh, managers, have you all heard about who's rumored to be? Possibly taking over for Tony La Russa. No, now, no. Frankly, no. I, think, I haven't heard anything. Frankly, frankly, I think if the White Sox going to hire somebody with managerial experience, even though the guy flamed out in Anaheim because Artie Murillo is kind of a flake, I think Joe Madden deserves a shot. Well, that would certainly be the move to get people's attention in Chicago since he managed I, the Cubs. I would, have, I would have no problem with that. No. Who's that? I mean, hold, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. Who's that, Jamal? Joe Madden. Uh, Joe Madden. Joe Madden. I would have no issue Maybe. with that because Joe Madden, uh, Joe, he, right now, by the way, Joe Madden is working as a analyst for Sirius XM because he said he wants to stay sharp because he still wants to interview for, for a job. So he's doing yep. that to stay sharp. Mm-hmm. By the way, go. another update 6-2 Seattle. Okay. And I guess the DFA, Cubs DFA, Jason Hayward, from what I understand. Yes. And uh, apparently Hayward made a very classy press conference. He certainly did. And thank the Cubs 
And the Cubs have a good reason to thank him because it was his pep talk that saved their World Series. So the fact that he Jamal, was able to get Jamal, the, Jamal, the I think I think Jason Hayward. There you go. You know, All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, from what I understand, Hayward. Uh, I, and he and he's also been he's also Jamal been very good with these young kids that they're trying to. He's been a good mentor to the to these young kids, and that's what the Cubs better do is they better make sure to bring in somebody who can kind of help these guys along, you know, and and kind of teach them the ropes. Right, right. right. It was rumored that that the Cubs might consider offering him a piece of management ownership. If that's the case, hey, you know, shows what a speech can do. <laughs> Well, th- I, that would that would be okay, Jamal. But the problem is, Hayward said he still wants to play. Okay, well, okay, uh, well. you know, and I mean, he hasn't been very productive the last few years, has he, uh, Perry? Well, he has not, and we'll see how that goes. I mean, he may go through December and and talk to teams, and if he doesn't get any yeah. offers, then he may, you know, they may want to bring him in as a as you yep. know something. Okay, anything else, Jamal? Uh, yeah, it says that I think the Cubs were smart. They'd also sign uh, Jose Abreu, who is apparently not renewed by the White Sox. That, uh, I think I want him for the Red Sox. <laughs> Bob Nightingale, Jamal of USA Today, said he does not think that uh, Abreu will be back with the White Sox. And he said for the White Sox, that seems to be a pretty bad move by them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have mixed feelings about that. You know, I really do. Okay. All right. So why don't we see what Pierre has to say? We don't have mixed feelings about Pierre. No. <laughs> no. Well, no, we're not uh, going to say what they are, but we don't. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Pierre. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, you're talking about the, the Mets. They definitely going to have to get some hitters because <laughs> their hitting the last month was absolutely atrocious. But uh, uh, you were talking about the pitching. There's only one. Uh, there's only one. There's only one pitcher that's guaranteed to come back, and that shows that he has a two more years to go. All wow. the rest of them are either free agents or the the Mets can choose to get rid of them if they want to. Wow! So they got going to be a whole a lot of changes, probably. Pierre, Pierre, hold on, guys. Pierre, what happened with James McCann? Did Bach just lose faith in him? Yep. Yeah, he just got where he wasn't doing anything. Was he? I mean, he's known as a catcher. Was he, was he not even catching well? Well, they, um, you know, well, uh, what was the catcher they used all year? Uh, uh, Thomas Nito. Nito. He was just hitting better than McCann was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Nito. Well, I mean, it. as as we well know, Pierre Nito is known not. He's not certainly known for hitting, but he is a good catcher. Well, now they they have a young man uh, in AAA right now that that, that they said they're going to probably bring him up next season uh, because he he's not only a, a great catcher but he's a fantastic hitter. Then then hmm. what do they do? Do they maybe try to trade? Because McCann is not a free agent. Do they maybe try to trade him? Probably. Yeah, he's got two more years left on his contract. There. Right. Because I would think okay. you would. I would think if this guy's a hitter, you would probably. You would maybe keep Nito as as a you know if you need to you know give him a day off or late innings you know something right. like that that and, would probably be yeah. a good situation right okay all right Pierre all right 
we got college football on the docket here. We got the uh, starting. We always run through the top twenty-five and other games of interest. Georgia beat Auburn forty-two to ten. Ohio State beat Michigan State forty-nine to twenty. Alabama beat A M M twenty-four twenty. Sounds like you have something to say about that game, Sean. No, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Okay, because you were talking about how. Oh, but, yeah. No, but I do. Yeah, I do have something to say. That, that noise wasn't me. That light bulb went goes. Yeah, on. the noise was. But no, I I personally. I think A&M should have won that game. I think they could have very, I mean, they should because Alabama, I mean, yeah, Bryce Young's out, but Alabama has lucked out in a couple of games. I mean, they lucked out against Texas. They lucked out against Texas A&M, and it showed in the AP poll. They dropped down from one to three in a win, just like they dropped from one to two in a win over Texas. So, I mean, Texas A&M could have very easily won that game. Easily. Uh, well, I'm wondering, and A and M though somehow has something about Alabama. They seem they just Alabama struggles with A and M. You know, year uh, in year out. Scoring update: Seattle six to three now. Okay, what ending we in, Robert? Well, uh, uh, bottom of the fourth. Okay, this game also not setting speed records. No. Okay. And, and postseason games generally don't. No, they don't. Clemson beat BC 31-3. to uh, Not a happy uh, yeah, place the Alumni Stadium last uh, Saturday night. Michigan over Indiana 31-10. to Tennessee beat uh, Pierre's LSU Tigers 40-13. to Tennessee's got a good team, but they're going to play Alabama this week. We'll oh, see yeah. how that goes. Yep. USC beat Washington State 30-14. to Oklahoma State beat Tech, uh, Georgia Tech 41. Uh, Texas Tech 41-31. to Yeah, yeah. No, that would have been a lot worse. 40, it wouldn't have just been 41-31 playing no. Georgia Tech. Uh, Mississippi over Vanderbilt 52-28. Anything special, Perry, on that? Uh, whatever Lane Kiffin said at halftime worked because they were losing at halftime 20-17, to and they came out and uh, really turned on the gas so whatever he told him at halftime worked and if you know anything about lane kiffin it probably wasn't politically correct (laughs) ucla over utah 42 to 32 we have oregon over arizona 49 to 22 uh tcu beat kansas 38 31 knocking kansas from the ranks of the undefeated in kansas game day curse the game day because game day was there in lawrence but but you know you know what though you know what though kansas still should be proud of of what they've accomplished this year oh they should they they they're gonna go to a boat they they, they keep playing they're going to a good ball so that'll be a nice thing they got one game one win one more win they'll be bowl eligible and you haven't said that in years since mangino left Yep. No. Wake Forest over Army, 45 to 10. Uh, NC State beat Florida State, 19 to 17. Mississippi State over Arkansas, 40 to 17. Arkansas sort of come back to earth. And that game, weeks. and that game yeah. wasn't even that close. No, it was not. No. Okay. Kansas State had a good night though. They beat Iowa State, 10 to 9, in another barn burner. A lot of you know with these Iowa games, low scoring. Yeah. And the yeah. that was in, and that was, and that was in. And that was in Ames. So, I mean, really, if you're Iowa State, if you want to try to get into a bowl game, you got to win your home games. Yeah. Cincinnati beat South Florida 28-24. to um, Let's see, what is this? Oh, South Carolina over Kentucky. They're sliding, too, 24-14. to Texas clobbered Oklahoma 49 to nothing. Is that, like, how long has there been a blow since there's been a blowout? Uh, like there has never 
been a, a blowout on the Texas end like that ever in the history. Also, it's the first time that Oklahoma has lost two, ga- two games back-to-back since 98, and it's the first time they've lost three games in a row. But they've lost two games because, you know, they lost two games by 30, and Brent Venable, his, I think there's a lot of people questioning him. Texas, um, they had Quinn Ewers back, which, you know, he's been out the – He's a star quarterback. I think he, it really it boosted a lot of confidence around here. And, you know, I mean, when it was 14 to nothing, I was like, ooh, this could be. And then when it got 28 to nothing, I was like, oh, Oklahoma. I'm like, let's play for the shutout. And, yeah. you know, it was, I mean, it was. But it Oklahoma, was really, fan, and Oklahoma the, fans are not. <clears throat> I mean, Brent Venables, he, no. better do, he better do something because they, they are not pleased. They got Kansas. They got Kansas this and, week. And, so, yeah. and, you know, that may not even be easy. Oh, no, no, it will. It I don't be. think it will. It shouldn't be. Illinois, and, and I was surprised that they've been winning some games, though. They got enough into the top 25. They beat Iowa 9-6, to as we kind of talked about that game mm-hmm. already. I, Iowa James, has got to do something with that offense. I, mean, I don't, I don't yeah. know if it's changed quarterbacks, but the problem that, that you have with Iowa is every play on first down, they're going to run the ball. Every single yeah. – I mean, they're, they're too – predictable you, you got to be a little more unpredictable than that uh, uh, Woody Hayes said uh, to do it Perry you know that's what uh, you do Perry, now I'm not a college football expert but I know that coach has been in Iowa for a long time is it he time has. for change well it probably is but the problem you're going to have there is he's under contract I believe through through 28 or 9 and oh okay he, all right he earns let's put it this way you know remember how you you would hear that um that uh, Fauci made more than than the president did yeah, uh, yeah. Kirk Ferentz makes more than the governor does. <laughs> okay. James Madison has gotten into the top twenty-five. They beat Arkansas State forty-two to twenty. Uh, Pitt got that's back to win. First, oh, yeah, that's the ahead. first time this week is the first time that a school in their first year in Division One football has made or uh, FCS football has made the AP top twenty-five. Wow. Okay. Uh, Pitt got back to winning by beating Virginia Tech uh, forty-five to twenty-nine. Uh, let's see. Notre Dame beat BYU in the Religion Bowl, twenty-eight to twenty. In Vegas, in, in, Vegas. in Vegas, that's where you want the Religion Bowl. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and, yep. They had the and, Religion Bowl in Vegas. That was cool. And and but my one football note, and then we can talk about next week's game and any other football notes anybody else has. That UCLA and USC are both undefeated, <clears throat> and it's the first time that USC has done that since '05 to been six and zero, and UCLA since uh, oh, I'm sorry, USC since '06 and UCLA since '05. So I seem to remember back in the late '60s having a couple of undefeated UCLA USC games, and uh, you know that'd be fun to have one of those. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, yeah. and, and you know how LA is if the, pro te- if the pro teams aren't winning, they're going to follow the two college teams. So that's right. Oh, yeah. Remember. And remember, yep, yep. both those teams are headed to the Big Ten. That's right. They are. They are. <laughs> and you know, so what do we? But yeah. what do we got coming this week, uh, guys? Well, we got. As I mentioned, this is we're talking about this game not in January, not in February, but in October. Carolina Duke. Carolina Duke. Yeah. That's one game coming up. NC State and Syracuse. Another one that we'd be talking about maybe in January. But you know, they got. That's a good one. Of course, the obvious Alabama Tennessee. They're saying it's the biggest game coming to Knoxville since the 90s when Tennessee was good because you got two top 10 teams matching up against each other. Uh, you got uh, USC and Utah. There's Utah bounce back. Uh, we have uh, Penn State and Mich- uh, Michigan at Penn State. Another good one. 
Illinois, Minnesota. If you had said at the beginning of the year, would we look at this game as as a decent you know game to watch? I mean, I don't know. And then so you got TCU, Oklahoma State. Uh, both teams playing very well. Oklahoma, Kansas. Oklahoma self destructing. Kansas. Can they you know get that momentum and keep it keep it going on? Uh, you have Mississippi State, Kentucky. That's another one that you gotta watch out for. Yep. Yeah, that should be a good one. Uh, Arkansas, BYU. Two teams that have been sliding. They started off, uh, but how are they going to do? Is our you know Arkansas lost Texas A and M, and then they you know they've not, and then the Mississippi State, BYU lost to Notre Dame. They've lost you know. A couple other games here and there, so who bounces back there and that one? Also, South Carolina with Mississippi the upset. State never with Mississippi State never underestimate Mike Leach when they when they say he's going to do no. great. He may not be quite as good, but on a year like this where everybody said he wasn't going to be worth anything, now they're pretty good. Nope. And you got Texas A and M, who you know they're playing South Carolina. South Carolina pulled that upset on Kentucky, but then Texas A and M probably, as I said, should have won that Alabama game. But so that's an those are some of your key games to you know probably watch out for this week. Plus, you got a bunch of teams. Plus, I think we would agree, Sean. Mike Leach is always good for quotable quotes. Oh, I'm waiting. That's what I love. Now that him and Lane Kiffin, when they play in the Egg Bowl, I love that week because you know between the two of them, something will be said <laughs> when that comes up next week. Yep. Yes, but okay. and LSU Auburn, LSU Auburn, two teams that are kind of yeah. Yeah. But nobody nobody was actually fired this week in college football that I know of. No, so we've no had good. all these weeks in a row. Yeah, no, we Pierre, fired, hold on, so. hold on, guys. Pierre, what is wrong with LSU? I mean, they, they everybody thought they were going to be a lot better than this. What's what's the problem down there? But but it's not LSU Auburn. It's LSU Florida this week. Oh, LSU Florida. Okay, LSU Florida. Oh, well, that could be. Yeah, Florida's still. I mean, yeah, that's not LSU. Oh, LSU Auburn's next week. That's what it is. Yeah, go ahead, LSU, go ahead, LSU, Pierre. Florida. Go ahead, though, Pierre. What what's wrong with with LSU? Well, this this past weekend it was poor coaching. I mean, this guy decides you know, on the flip of the coin he wanted the ball instead of deferring. Okay, then they kick off. The LSU guy fumbles the ball. Second play of the game, Tennessee goes up by a touchdown. He had a chance mm-hmm. to get numerous field goals. He went for it every time on fourth down and didn't make any of them. Yep, there's that. There's that again. Yep. Then, mm-hmm. then, then he, uh, they got the ball to start the second half, and I mean, it was just a coaching disaster from from kickoff. Do you do you think mm-hmm. Pierre are they get are they getting to the point yet where they might want their money back with him? And, and they may if it, if he doesn't turn it around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they don't strike me as the most patient school. No, they're no, not. Matt, yeah. Matt Rule Matt Rule is now available, and apparently yeah. he's already getting offers. Mm-hmm. Well, Nebraska wants him. Nebraska wants Matt Rule. And one game I left off. It's not going to be. I mean, they're not high ranked, but Stanford at Notre Dame. That's a rivalry game. So this really yep. is going. I think in a lot of ways, what's hurting Nebraska is they they have two Matts. They either want Matt Rule or Matt Campbell. And the problem is, the problem that Trev Alberts has with Matt Campbell is he can't talk to him right now. He's got to wait till the season ends. They also want Urban Meyer. Remember, when he was there for that game for Fox, they were were chanting, we want Urban. The fans were anyway. Yeah. I don't. I don't know about. I don't know about that one. I would think Urban would want to be somewhere where he could have a little more. I know. I know football is. You know, football yeah. in, in in Nebraska on Saturday is like church on Sunday morning. But 
uh, that would seem to be too small for him, Nebraska. Yeah, and and do you want it because you know he's going to up and leave in three or four years, and you may right. get a little trouble, but he'll build the program up, and then he'll move on to the next guy like, like he did at Ohio State, like what happened at Florida. So it's like, is it worth the risk? You know, here's the thing, though, Sean. Remember how everybody, when Nebraska was winning eight, nine, ten games a year under Frank Solich, and they said that wasn't good enough, and they fired him? <laughs> they haven't been the same uh, since. No, not at all. It's it's very similar to Texas with Fred Akers. They were having a nine and ten wins, but they fired him, and they they had Mac Williams and Makovic, and they took all the way to Mac Brown, and then you know Mac Brown, you know they're like, hey, he's starting to slack off, and look what's happened to Texas again. The second time they didn't learn. Same thing in Nebraska. Yep. All right. Any more college football? We can go on to the NBA. I think that's it. I think, I think that's, that's it. it. All right. And there's one uh, NBA story. I know Robert will comment. We had uh, Draymond Green got into a fight with uh, Jordan Poole, uh, but, uh, and he's now leaving the team because a video surfaced. And uh, so TMZ commented. We had a, a thing on our system that uh, TMZ guys, and they're right. It's mob rule. You know, it's like sort of what we talked about with the Celtics a couple of weeks ago. If something comes out, then the Celtics do something, then they're really going to have to prove that they didn't know about whatever it is and, and that it's only, you know, coming out. And it's not just the fact that it came out. I mean, as uh, Steve Kerr said, there's, you know, he's seen in 30 years of basketball, like 20 fights like that in locker rooms. It happens, you know, but it doesn't get on video. And somehow it well, did. They don't know how it leaks. Is some of the you know? problem, though, Robert, with Draymond Green, is is he's got a lot of this kind of thing in his past, and that's one of the reasons why people get upset. Uh, well, the, the problem is he's done this over and over again. Yeah. Uh, he he got involved in a <clears throat> famous fight during the game against Ke- with Kevin Durant. It's like, yeah, uh, look, it, it's okay if you're going to fight an, uh, you know somebody on another team, but he always picks on players that are on his own team and. Frankly, I, I'm as a Warriors fan, I'm getting tired of it, and I'd like to see them trade him. But the problem is, he's getting twenty six million dollars this year, and he has a player option for twenty seven million dollars next year. And before and before this video came out, the Warriors were going to just sweep this under the rug and act like nothing, act like nothing was wrong. And they were they there because they're already in contract negotiations with him to give him an extension. Well, well, chances are what they what would have happened, Robert, and I hear this about about these backstage incidents of following pro wrestling. They'd have find him internally. It would have never gotten out. There'd have been there'd have been a discipline, but it would have never been out. But they had to, you know, now they have to come in it because the video's out. Right. That's and, uh, and right now, both Poole and Green are up for contract extension, and they have to get Jordan Poole done by the seventeenth, or he's got to play under his existing deal, and then he becomes a restricted free agent. And if you're going to sign somebody to an extension right now, it's Jordan Poole. Draymond Green, in my opinion, has worn out his welcome, but I'm in the minority as far as Warriors fans. How about Draymond Green for Ben Simmons? How's it sound? (laughs) No. No. How about Kyrie for Draymond? Do you want the fighter or the guy who doesn't play? You know what I would love to see? It'll never happen, but sending Draymond Green to Brooklyn and have him be on the team with Kyrie and Ben Simmons <laughs> and Kevin Durant. Oh, that that'd be good. That'd be yeah. fun. Be, uh, yeah. Keep oh. the viewership up, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, any other no, NBA? Yeah, NBA. But, go, go ahead, seriously, Ryan. but seriously, guys, <laughs> I, I honestly think that uh, if he plays for the Warriors this year, I think this will be his last year because I think the Warriors will find a way to to make him exit one way or another. 
And opening you know? day in the okay. NBA is when? Ne- next Tuesday. Week from tonight. Week from tonight. Mm-hmm. Week from tonight. Yeah. And so next so week we will come in at least with, you know, with pick division the winners and, uh, you know, see uh, who the yeah. finalists will be and the, the champions. Right. And we can we can work on that. So stay, and, stay uh, tuned. We'll see if Bill picks the pace. And uh, so we do division. actually have time for, That's for not Pierre. He go. We do actually have time for a little NHL. So, Robert, why don't you give us what the experts are saying uh, that you've heard on NHL radio and other places? Well, um, goodbye, Pierre. Yeah, right. Right now, uh, everybody's picking Colorado. Everybody's picking Colorado to uh, repeat. Repeat. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. uh, Nashville has improved. Ottawa has improved in the East. Uh, there are several. Uh, uh, there are several teams that have made good, good moves during the off season, but they suspect that Colorado will be one of the finalists in the Eastern Conference. Will kind of be up for grabs. Uh, Tampa Bay will be there as always. The Rangers will be there as always. Florida. Florida. Well, no, I don't know. If Florida will be because they had to get rid of a lot of their players oh, okay. due to due to cap reasons. Carolina, they were good last year. Oh, Carol, uh, Carolina is one that definitely improved themselves. Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa, yeah. So they said that. And then, what about Ottawa? What did they do? Uh, because they they were so they were really bad last year. They were nowhere near the playoffs. Well, number one, the the owner died, and uh, the the uh, the sons have taken it over, and the sons have actually spent more money than the dad has, and they've actually brought in real hockey players, and they're actually Actually, running it like a real organization, and they're ma- they're making they're also making progress now on uh, getting a new arena in downtown Ottawa. The team that intrigues me in the East is always Toronto. Have they figured out how to keep the puck out of the net? No. Okay. No, that, Just that, wanted to check because see Toronto, they always they always spend money, but they always give it to the wrong people. Uh, you you would think that a market like Toronto would have hockey people. You build from the inside out. You you build goaltender first, defense, and then forwards. But they've done it the exact opposite. They've been, they've spent money on the forwards. They've spent money on defensemen, but they have very weak goaltending. That's right, and that's why they have really nice regular seasons, and they're gone, and they're, they still haven't won a playoff series in I don't know twenty years or something, whatever it is. So, six yeah. to three, uh, no. six to three Mariners in the top of the fifth. Okay. So any, any uh, other Rick, uh, Rick, notes? You did you listen to? Did you listen to any of the? Uh, San Jose games uh, on uh, over the weekend with Nashville. Uh, yeah, I, I, I recorded Fridays and watched it later, and I watched Saturdays. And like I said, Friday the Sharks were not competitive, but Saturday they were much more competitive. But uh, watching Nashville, they're they're definitely improved. Um, mm-hmm. they, they've gotten better. Uh, Chicago's going to be down. Uh, it's going to be a bad year for the Blackhawks again. Uh, and, is and Detroit might, making and, any progress? They bring in a lot of young players over and over. Is that, are they getting somewhere yeah, with it? As, as long as Steve Eiserman is going to be the GM, you're going to see them improve. Yeah, it's going to take another year or two, but I don't think the Red Wings are too far away. Uh, and you're going to see uh, maybe Patrick Kane and Jonathan Toes uh, eventually traded from the Blackhawks because this is the last year of their contracts. And if the Blackhawks get off to the kind of start, I think they're going to. Uh, yeah. You're going to hear about those two guys being, uh, being <laughs> traded to 
you know, Stanley well, Cup contenders. And this is, uh, just to finish up with the Bruins, this is sort of the last hurrah for they're, they're bringing the, 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 similar to the Red Sox, they're bringing the band back. And, of course, the Red Sox went to the Final Four the year before. So, yeah. I mean, that's a different story. The Bruins were a first round out in the playoffs. But, I mean, it's it's kind of like they're bringing, putting the band back together and they'll go one more time. Uh, what do you think, Rick? I just, I, I don't see a good year for the Bruins. I mean, like you say, they're bringing these guys back, but they're older. Uh, yeah. We're missing, we're missing McAvoy and Marshawn for the beginning for a while. of the season. Yeah. yeah. Um, this new guy, this new coach may be great. I don't know, but I thought Cassidy was a good coach. Um, I, I was telling Chris that, that I heard this, this guy, uh, DJ Bean that writes in Boston here, he covers the Bruins and he said, don't be surprised if the Bruins threaten for the division to win the division, and I, I just don't see oh. it. I don't know. I, no, no. I, I don't live in Boston, but I read the Globe on the daily basis, and if you read through the tea leaves, I don't think the Globe writers would see that either. I, I mean, uh, my I thought about the division would be the Tampa Bay's better, Toronto's better. You know, regular season, again, Bruins might beat Toronto in a, in a playoff series, but Tampa Bay, Toronto... You know, uh, they should be better. You know, Ottawa could come up, like you say, uh, if Florida falls back. You know, you, you, Detroit's not going to be that great. Buffalo's not. They, they're not going to. They'll, they'll fight for a playoff spot because they might be about the fourth best team. But that's so we got about we got about two minutes uh, left, and Dick would okay. like to uh, get in. So Dick, you're already unmuted, so you don't have to worry Go about ahead, that. Dick. Go right ahead. Hello, boys. Hey, Dick. hey. I'll tell you what, the Hawks are going to be terrible, but I don't follow hockey that much. I'm kind of concerned about the Bulls. <clears throat> the Bears? Hey, listen, I turned that game off. Uh, <laughs> it was like, it was like 17 to another, 21 to nothing. And uh, I turned off, I turned back on right at the end of the half, and the Bears got a touchdown. They made an interesting game out of it. They did. Um, oh, I also I listened to the Alabama, the fellow who's subbing for Eli Gold, and he's pretty good. Uh, is Eli Gold going to be back, or is he pretty sick? Uh, it's, it, nothing, nothing was released on that. Yeah, yeah. I hope he's all right. Uh, he's not doing too badly, you guys. I'm, we're no, I know. He's, he's a big good story. announcer. I, I've always enjoyed Eli Gold. Oh, I do, too. Yeah, there's a station you can listen to on the Internet that comes in very nicely. You can hear that. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. What, what station would that uh, be, Dick? Uh, should I say it on here, or should I? Uh, yeah, go sure. ahead. Yeah. Uh, WWH. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. We can check that out. All right, Dick. So I guess. Okay, good job. It, so go ahead, Sean. Go for it, Sean. All right. Well, of course, if you want to go back and hear this again and hear all our stuff that we talked about, all the breaking news that we had, download the podcast, legendoldies.com. Uh, type in Sports Lines Live in your podcatcher. Tell your smart speaker to play Sports Lines Live from Apple Podcast, or go to 773-572-3006. Hit option number nine, and remember, come back next week. We'll have we'll be more into the we'll be into the championship series on um, the baseball. We'll have more NFL, college football rivalries, and those award winning NBA predictions. As all of our predictions are award winning. But until then, we will see you next week. Mm-hmm.